Welcome to a fantastic word from Pastor Marcus Dunham, an associate pastor here at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We are so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Well, listen, are you guys ready to get into the word? I'm sure you are. And uh, uh, we are continuing our series uh, on the armor of God entitled Prepared for Battle. And we are going through the armor of God uh, uh, as we are preparing ourselves for the spiritual battle that is happening all around us. Uh, uh, Paul, in the book of Ephesians, in chapter 6, he is informing his readers and also informing the readers today that there is a spiritual battle that is taking place around us. Once we become a Christian, we uh, are born again uh, in Christ and to the church, and we are also uh, uh, thrusted into a battle that is happening all around us. And, and that battle is for the souls of men, trying to continue to keep people deceived, trying to take as many people to hell with him, because that is where or he, he will be destroyed in the end. He wants to take as many people he can with him, and he also wants to deceive us. And so Paul is writing to a people in Ephesus who knew a thing or two about armor, because they were people who uh, were in a city that was known for training Roman soldiers. In fact, there was a training facility there in Ephesus. So they saw a lot of Roman soldiers coming in, and they saw a lot of Roman soldiers going out. They saw them in the city. They saw them as they walked along, and they knew what they knew the importance, and they knew what the armor of a Roman soldier looked like. And Paul, who was in prison, was chained to a Roman soldier 24-7. So no doubt whenever he was looking at the Roman soldier inspired by the Holy Spirit, he began to write to the Christians then and to us today the importance for us to put on the spiritual armor of God. And it was meant for us to be prepared for battle and that we would be able to stand firm in the day of evil. When the devil comes in like a flood, that we would be able to raise a standard against it. And that is the armor of God. And so he encourages us to put on that whole armor so that we can stand firm against the devil. And... Um, uh, a few things that is important for us to know is that we would be, uh, is that we are prepared for battle before the battle begins. And so uh, we talked about a few already. We talked about the belt of truth and how truth is absolute in that it doesn't change. And that truth only comes from God. Only God establishes truth through the word of God. But the devil wants to do what he can to change what you believe to be the truth. He wants to tra change what you believe to be true. His attacks are meant to deceive you. He wants to change what you, what you believe. And if he can change what you believe, then he knows that he can get to you in life. It's important that we put on the belt of truth. It's important that we wear truth so that we can be free from deception. And, and that's found in the Word of God. And then uh, we also talked about the breastplate of righteousness. And talked about how righteousness is the standard in which we please God. It's the standard in which we please God. And uh, righteousness is simply living rightly. And righteousness is meant to protect our heart from being led astray from God. That's the whole point. Righteousness protects our heart. 
You know, uh, it's important to have righteousness in our life because it guards us. Because sin and living in sin, it opens up the door for the devil to have legal access, legal right in our life. And so true, only true righteousness guards our life. And so it's important that we understand that we have received righteousness at salvation, but also we have to put it on. We have to actively put on righteousness every single day, and we have to walk it out. And then last week, we talked about the shoes of the gospel of peace. And we define peace as calmness of soul in the midst of difficult circumstances. That even whenever, regardless of what is happening around us, there is a peace that can help us to stand firm. To stand firm, the shoes of peace, they help us to stand firm against the attack of the enemy. That regardless of what is happening on the inside, I can have peace on the inside. I can have peace in my soul knowing that things are going to be okay. And it's found in the gospel and what Jesus has already done. And because we have peace with God, we have access to the peace of God. And we receive that peace by going to the God of peace to claim it. We go to him in prayer and we and we and, and 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 we cast our worries aside and go to God and uh take our worries and our concerns to him and he will give us peace that surpasses understanding. And so today that brings us to the shield of faith. In Ephesians 6:16 it says, "In all circumstances take up the shield of faith" with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, but I was thinking about shields. And, you know, you know, we don't typically use a shield today, obviously. But there is a shield that we do use every day and that we are familiar with, and it's our windshield. Your windshield is something that we, that, that we are all familiar with, whether you own a car or whether you or whether you ride in a car every day, we are all familiar of what a windshield does. It's meant to protect us from the debris that might be thrown at us from the vehicles in front of us and also protects us from the, from the elements outside. And we've all been in that moment where you're in the car and all of a sudden you see that giant rock coming from that big old truck bouncing and bouncing and bouncing. And obviously that thing is flying right at you. But of course, when it strikes the windshield, you know, Sometimes you don't even see it coming. It's just like a pop, and it kind of makes you jump. And, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, because I got this crack in my windshield that, you know, that I got to fix now. You know, it's, it's one of those things. But really, you know, I'm kind of thankful I got that windshield, you know, because that thing protected me from getting knocked out, you know, from, you know, from seriously injuring me. You know, it might have cracked, but it, but it was there to protect me. That is what a shield does. And similarly, a Roman soldier also had a shield. A Roman soldier uh, had a shield, and it wasn't one of those small circular shields. I don't know, you know, whenever I think about a shield, for some reason, the first shield that comes into mind is that one from like the medieval, you know, you know movies where it has those circular, you know, those small shields. You know, it doesn't really seem like it'll do much, but of course that was meant for something else. Those are not the same shields. Or like, you know, Captain America. Captain America has a circular shield. But this wasn't like those shields. A Roman soldier had a 
rectangular shield. And it was about two and a half feet wide by four feet high. And it was kind of um, concave, if you would. And it was a large shield that, that, that a soldier would be able to kneel down and it would be protect, he would be protected from all sides. Regardless of the attack, he would be able to be protected regardless of what was coming at him. And while a soldier had armor, okay, while he had, uh, you know, armor protecting him, that shield was meant to be the first line of defense against an attack. It was, it was their main source of protection. And we'll talk more about that a little bit later, but the important thing is that while they had protection, they had a shield to be the main thing. That was the main thing that protected them from all attacks. And it was important for them to have it ready. It w- and it, it was meant to be their main source of protection. And similarly, as Christians, we too have a main source of protection as well. And the Bible calls it faith. Like a Roman shield, faith is our first line of defense against the enemy. It's our first line of defense. And although we may have, although we have armor, we have uh, uh, the, the breastplate of righteousness that's meant to protect our heart. You know, we have, we have the belt of truth that holds it all together. You know, later on, we'll talk about the helmet of salvation. You know, we have protection, but faith is meant to be the main source of protection. It is the thing that stands, that stands in between you and the attack of the enemy. In other words, if the devil wants to get to you, he first has to get through your faith. It's the thing that stands in between you, which makes sense on why the devil wants to attack your faith. He wants to do everything he can to, keep, to, to, to make us think that we don't need to take up faith that we don't need to take up our shield, that there's no reason. You know, we're, we're good. We don't need to take up faith. Because if he can get us to do that, then he knows that he has a shot at getting to us. But when we take up faith, it's the thing that stands in between us and the enemy. And so that shows us the importance. The fact that it is the thing that stands between us and the devil, and him knowing that it has, he has to get through our faith to get to us, it shows the importance of having faith in our life, understanding what it is and how to employ it. So let's talk about faith. What is faith? You know, um, you know Pastor Ron, we were talking this morning. Pastor Ron, you know, he comes from that camp of faith. You know, of, of, of you, know, you, know, uh, you know, from that time where, it is ta- where everything was about faith. When I came to faith, it wasn't necessarily about just mainly faith. It was, it was more grounded. It was simple. It was walking. There was a lot of things that was missing in my walk whenever I came to Christ. Faith was important, but I imagine faith just to be what I believe in God, in which that is. But there is a simple definition in, in, a, in a bigger, um, a bigger uh, uh understanding when it comes to faith, but it's very simple. Hebrews 11.1 explains it, and and he says it like this, that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. It is confident assurance. Faith is confident assurance. And, uh, you know, we, we, we know what confident assurance looks like. You know, whenever you are not confidently sure about something, 
you most likely won't follow through with it. If there's something that you are not confidently sure about, most likely you're not going to go and do that thing. But when you're confidently sure about something, when you are sure about it, you go through with it. You know, we live by faith every single day. You know, you, you got in your car and you drove here. You know, you, you weren't sure that your car was going to break down. Okay, you weren't 100% sure. You, were, you came in faith. You know, whenever you, you know, you know, today when we leave here after church and you go and grab a bite to eat, you know, whenever you eat that food, you, know, you have no idea where that food comes from. You have no idea who that, you know, you know, who, you know who's cooking that food. You don't know what they're doing. You know, you're going to eat that burger in faith. Trusting that they didn't do something crazy to your food. Whenever you get onto an airplane, man, you don't know that pilot. You know, we don't know him. We don't know what he's been doing. We don't know. You know, we, we don't know. We trust. We have, a, we have confidence that that pilot knows what he's doing. And so we get on that plane in faith. We, we, we do things in faith every single day. But the Word of God defines faith a little bit different. It is confident assurance, but it's confident assurance in the truth. It's confident assurance in the truth. Faith, it is simply acting on the truth. Faith it, 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 it is acting on the truth, and truth is found in the Word of God. As we talked about the belt of truth, truth is found in the Word of God. So, if faith is acting on God's word, then we have to know what God's word says about whatever our situation is. Because when we know what God's word says, then we are able to act on it. We are able to walk it out. You know, because we can talk about what we want to do. We can talk about faith. We can talk about having faith. But talking about it is not the same as walking it out. Faith is not talking. Whenever you believe something, you do it because you believe it. You walk it out. I get on the airplane because I believe it's going to get me from point A to point B. When I, when I got on the plane, that was my faith. I was showing my faith by my action, by acting on it. And similarly, our action shows our faith. Action, by acting on God's word, it shows our faith. Faith is not saying you believe. Faith is showing that you believe. And we all have faith. We all have a measure of faith. The question is, what are we putting our faith in? Because we have to understand. Now, this is something that was big for me. I don't know about you, but coming in as a young man, as a Christian, you know, uh, for a long time, you know, I... I, I combined faith with my feelings. You know, I felt good. I felt like I have faith. You know, I felt like, you know, going to church. I felt good. You know, there, were, there, there was a lot of feeling there. But whenever I didn't feel like going to church and I didn't feel like reading my Bible and I didn't feel like uh, uh, a prayer or when I didn't feel like God was there with me, when I didn't feel like God loved me, come on, does anybody know what I'm talking about? When I feel that way, it was my faith was tethered to it. But I, had to, but I learned that faith is not feelings. 
Faith is more than just feeling. I can't, now listen, there, faith sometimes, you know, our feelings can align with faith at times. It can. But I can't base my faith on my feelings. My feelings are doing this all day long. Every day, all week, it's up and down. But faith is consistent whenever it's set on the word of God. Faith cannot be based on feeling. And it also cannot be based on what we see. As the, as the Apostle Paul says, we walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. You know, we can't, we can't tether our faith to the circumstances around, around us. Based on what's around us, if we are focused on the circumstances, on what's happening around us, our faith too will be up and down. Faith is not based on what is going on around you. Faith is not based on circumstances. Faith is based on the truth. It's based on the Word of God. Feelings change. Circumstances change. But truth does not change. Regardless of how I feel, I may, not, I may feel like God is not with me, but the truth is that, is that the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the grave lives on the inside of me. He's not leaving me. He will not leave me nor forsake me. That's what the truth says. I have to leave my feelings, and I've got to believe the truth. I've got to tether my faith, and, and when, I, when I look at the truth, I can tell my feelings the truth. I'm not going to base it off my feelings. I'm going to base it off the truth. So, faith is based on truth. Now, we're going to go back to verse 16 in just a moment, but uh, we have to, it's, it's, it's important to notice some of the words that Paul uses when he talks about the armor of God. When it comes to the belt of truth, he says to put on the belt of truth. He says to put on the breastplate of righteousness. He says to put on, to shod your feet, to put on in, in, uh, uh, the shoes of peace. But look at what he says here in verse 16. He says this, in all circumstances, take up. It says to take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. We have to take up the shield of faith. You know, we put on uh, truth. Truth, we put, we, we should have the word of God in our life and we, and we don't go anywhere without it. You know, we need righteousness in our life and we, don't, and we can't go anywhere without it. You know, we should have peace in our life that regardless of what's going around us, I've got peace in my life to stand firm. Regardless of what the devil throws at me, I should always have that in my life. But it says that in all circumstances, in all situations, and whatever the situation is, whatever the difficulty may be, he says that we got to take up. The shield of faith. We have to take it up. Now, what that says is that we have to take up the shield of faith. You know, Jesus, you know, God, God is not going to take it up for us. He's all, you know, Jesus has already done the work. He's already done the work. But we are simply accessing what God has already done when we take up faith. We have to take it up in the situation and circumstances. Whatever he's throwing away, we take up faith faith to protect ourselves. And 
it says, you know, the, uh, it, it says that, that, that it's there to protect us from the fiery darts, from the flaming darts of the evil, uh, of the evil one, to extinguish those darts. In all circumstances, whatever the situation, we are meant to hold up faith to protect us from those fiery darts. You know, the, the devil is trying to attack our lives. He, he's going to, and there's going to be what Paul says as the evil day, the day of evil, when things seem to go crazy in our life. And remember, it, you, know, we may, you know, you may be experiencing difficulty at work, in your marriage, Maybe it's in your family. Maybe it's with your children. Maybe it's in your own life. Maybe in your own soul. Whatever it may be, we may be experiencing difficulty, and, and, but with those darts, with that difficulty comes a lie. He wants to, you know, whenever he comes in you know, and, and, and you feel like you're alone, he's going to tell you, man, you know, man, God's not coming to you. I mean, he, he doesn't really love you. He's, he, you are all alone. And he's not going to come. That's the lie he wants to tell you. God doesn't love you. I mean, God's not going to forgive you. Everyone comes with a lie to try to divide and try to, 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 to hinder our faith. But whenever those things come, it's important for us to take up faith, which is based on the truth, so that when those darts come, that attack comes, and when those lies try to divide us and when the enemy tries to destroy us, we can take up faith to protect ourselves. Regardless of the circumstances around me, you are not, devil, you are not going to hinder my faith. You are not going to divide me, you are not going to divide me from the truth. I'm going to stand on truth and I'm going to hold up faith. So, Knowing that, how do we take up faith? Well, a few things to know. Real quick, number one is that faith is received. We have to receive faith. You receive faith at salvation. You receive faith. God gives you a measure of faith so that you can be saved. He gives you a measure of faith so that you can do and believe the word of God. He gives us faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God is what the word says. And only God's word can produce faith. Only his word can produce faith. The devil does want to produce doubt, but the word of God produces faith. So we, when we go to God, instead of asking for more faith, we got to get more truth in our life. Get the more of the word of God in our life because more of the word produces more faith. So we got to Look at what we are putting in our life. It can't only just be entertainment. It can't only just be things. You know, it can't just only be the news. It can't just be only things, you know, Netflix or whatever. We can't just have that. We've got to get the Word of God in our heart. On our way to work, you know, we can listen to the Word. We can listen to worship music. We can listen to things that are going to build our faith. Why? Because faith grows. We must grow our faith, and that happens through the Word of God, and we have to work it out. We have to work out our faith. When we hear faith, we have to act on it. 
When we, I'm sorry, when we hear the word of God, excuse me, we have to act on it. And that is our faith. And we are working out our faith. And the more that we act on the word of God, the more faith comes in our life. And we begin to walk by faith. Walking by faith is continually acting on the word of God continually doing what the Word of God says, regardless of what I see around me, I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to live by faith. I'm going to live by what God says and what He says, not my circumstances, not what I think, not what the world says, not what the devil and his demons and the lies they were telling me. I'm not going to believe those things. I'm going to believe what God says. That is walking by faith. And we can grow our faith by continually getting the Word of God in our heart not just by hearing it. We receive faith like a seed, but we still have to act on it for it to grow. I can't just admire my shield. I can't just look at my shield. Man, God's given me a good-looking shield. You know, you know, man, I've got faith. But I've got to act on that faith so I can work that thing out, to work it out. And then there comes a time where I've got to activate that faith. There comes a day and a moment in time where I have to activate my faith, where I've got to, all that faith I've been walking out, all that scripture I've been putting in my life, all those things I've been walking out, there comes a time where I've got to stand on it. And I've got to hold it up to protect me from the enemy's attack in my life. So how do we do that? How do we take up the shield of faith? Well, Here's, here's, I'm going to give three ways. One way is by speaking or declaring God's word. By speaking his word. There is something about speaking the word of God. There is something about declaring his word. And of course, there, there is something about declaring it, but whenever we are walking it out, Whenever we are living by it, there is something else. There is a conviction in our life. It's not just, it's not just me saying it and hoping it. There is, there, is, there is a time to prophesy, to speak out in faith. But whenever we are walking that thing already, it's a conviction that I know is true. That regardless of what I see around me, I know that's not truth because I know the Word of God. I know what the Word of God says. I'm going to declare God's Word. I'm going to, you know, so, so faith is acting, out God, is acting on God's Word. And when we are walking out God's Word, we are walking in faith. Walking in faith strengthens our faith. Walking out his word strengthens our faith. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, we can call on the name of the Lord and he will raise a standard against him. We can, we can, we can declare and speak the word of God, the conviction of the word of God that is on the inside of me, speaking it out and declaring it in my situation. That regardless of what's going on, I believe that all things are possible with God, that God can do all things. That he will help me in my time of need. Regardless of what the devil says, I believe that God will help me. He will not leave me or forsake me. He is going to help me in my time of need. He is not going to abandon you. He is not going to abandon me. That is what the word of God says. That is what he says. He is not going to abandon me. That me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That is my declaration. That is what I believe. That is what I'm standing on. That nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. Regardless of what the devil wants me to believe, nothing. God's love 
does not change based on my feelings and based on my situation. His love doesn't change. God has not given me a spirit of fear. I'm not going to walk in fear any longer. I'm going to walk in faith. I'm going to walk in power, love, and a sound mind. That's what he gives me. I'm going to walk in that instead. Whenever fear comes in my life, I'm going to stand. I remember uh, the first time I, you know, I was a teenager and, uh, I'm sorry, no, I was about 21 years old. And I remember, uh, you know, I was dealing with fear in my life. And I remember at night, you know, it sounds so silly. I sound, it makes it sound like I'm like eight years old or something. But at night, it was like these thoughts and these fears would come at me when I would wake up in the middle of the night. And it would like, it would begin to like almost suffocate me. And I would be, and I remember the first time, like the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he told me to put on some worship music. And so I did. And it was like all of a sudden, all that fear just melted. That's the best way I can explain it. It just melted away. And his love, the word of God says that his love drives out all fear. His perfect love drives out fear. And that's exactly what happened. That worship music, his love washed over me and that fear drove out. It was like it couldn't exist. It's like turning on a light, darkness is gone. Listen, he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He will deliver me from all of my fears. So we can declare the word of God. Number two, we can, we can uh, take up faith by surrounding ourselves with other believers. Surrounding ourselves with other believers. We can take up faith. There's something about surrounding yourself with people of faith. Not people who are causing doubt in your life, but people who are of faith who can encourage you in your faith. You know, sometimes we got to go to somebody and say, listen, man, can you stand with me? Can you pray with me? Can you believe with me? Anybody know what I'm talking about? There comes a time when we've got to lean on each other. And it's important. This is why church is so important because it's, it's not just a place where we can get fed the word of God, but we can link up with other believers like the Roman soldiers did. You know, they had a formation called the turtle formation. And what they would do in this turtle formation, they would link up their shields with one another in their left hand, guarding each other, and they would protect each other. And no matter what the, what the enemy threw at them, they were protected from the left, the right, the front, the back. And they were stronger together. You know, there is something about linking our faith up with other believers, linking our faith with others to help others to help the person next to me, to believe for the person next to me, to pray for the person next to me, but also in my time of need for someone to link their faith with me. And but we can't do that if we're alone. we got to link our faith up with others. And thirdly, a third way that we can take up our faith is by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Keeping our eyes on Jesus. You know, listen, it takes faith. For us to keep our eyes on Jesus whenever it seems like hell's breaking loose in our life. When it seems like things in our life are not going the way we planned. It seems like things around us are shaky. Things are in turmoil. It takes faith. But when we can keep our eyes on Jesus, I love how Hebrews 12 says it. 1 through 2, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. In sin, which so closely, which is so clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. And it says, looking to Jesus, 
looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The founder and protector is what this verse says, but the author and finisher is what the New King James Version. That I look to Jesus, I keep my eyes on Jesus. So a few takeaways, guys, on faith as we close. Number one, walk in faith by acting on God's word. Let me encourage you to walk in faith. Walk in faith, faith based on the truth. Faith is acting on the truth. Truth is found in the word of God. By knowing what God says about the situation that we are going through, we can believe it and we can act on it. We can walk it out and it shows our faith. Acting on God's word over and over again is walking in faith. Let us walk by faith. Let us choose to believe what God says, regardless of what is happening around us, regardless of how we feel, regardless of what, is going, what I see happening around us. Let us trust and believe what God says and act on it. Walking in faith is the new way of living as a believer in Christ. That is how we live. Hey, man, we know that, amen. And let us not talk the talk. Let's not just talk about it, but let's walk it out. Number two, strengthen your faith by surrounding yourself with other believers. Strengthen yourself. And there comes a time where you got to strengthen somebody else. It can't just be only me strengthening, but there is a time where we need to be strengthened. And you can't just do it on your own. You can't, do, you can't be by yourself and then and expect for your faith to get stronger. You've got to link yourself with others. There is a, 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 a war tactic. I'm sure that Pastor Ron can speak on this better than I can. That, 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 that is piecing off just a few at a time. You know, isolating a few at a time. And the devil, if he can get us alone, he can have his way with us. But man, when we are linked up with other believers, let us... Make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with other Christians to strengthen our faith. Not just at church. This church is a great place to find people to link up with. We should be in church. Have our family in church. Encourage others to get in church. But whenever, when we are in time of need, man, you can call a friend. You can call a believer. You can call someone else. Have those people in your circle that you can call on. And look to be a friend. Look to see how you can encourage others in their faith, in their time of need. And then number three, allow faith to protect you from all the attacks of the enemy. Allow faith to protect you from all the attacks of the enemy. It says not, he doesn't say some, he says all of the flaming darts. Not some, but all, in all occasions, all the attacks. Your faith is strong enough to protect you from all the attacks of the enemy. Whenever he comes in, listen, don't just pay attention to the circumstances. Because remember, the battle is in the spiritual realm. That's where the real battle's at. Stand in faith. Declare the word of God. Link up with other believers and keep your eyes on Jesus. Use your faith to be the thing that stands in between you and the attack of the enemy. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you. Father God, that you have given us faith. And Lord, 
God, we can walk in faith and we can strengthen our faith, but Lord, it's meant to be as a shield to protect us from the attacks of the enemy. Lord, I pray, God, that we would, God, we, that we would, God, that we would get the word of God in our life. And God, that we would act on it. We would get more of the word of God in our life, God. And, and, that, and God, that we would act on your word, God. God, we will walk out faith in our life. And, and God, when the time comes, God, in the day of evil, Lord, God, when the enemy comes in like a flood, God, that we would stand in conviction on the word of God and declare what we know to be true. Lord, the word of God in faith, Lord. God, that our faith would be strong, Lord. God, I pray that you would help us to, God, God, to strengthen our faith through the Word of God and, God, through believers, God, surrounding ourselves with other believers, Father. We thank you. Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks again for joining us for this incredible word from Pastor Marcus Dunham. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastors and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.